care and feeding of werewolves. Episode 13. Careful what you scribe for. You have reached the voicemail of Hazel Fragged Shopping List, apparently. Please leave a message at the tone. Hey, Cupcake, could you please place an order for more gauze, mandrake, and those jerky treats that Otto likes? Oh, and I might have scribed the license plate to find the guy who brought Addison in. I'm going to confront him. No, I won't tell you where because you just follow me. In case you need evidence in my murder case, the license plate... Oh, tell me you're joking. <sighs> okay, come on, you can do this. It's a pub. He can hardly carry you out of here unconscious. Besides, he could have broken in at any time, again, but he hasn't, although we're about to give him a good reason to change his mind and... Now we're talking to ourselves in the plural. Definitely losing our mind. Okay, come on, coward. The bar was packed with people. About half of them were wearing jerseys. Just as many wore baseball caps, which meant finding one dark-haired man in the crowd was going to be a nightmare. I took a deep breath in, and as I slowly let it out, I released my power into fine tendrils that spread out in search of the one I was looking for. It doesn't take much being an extension of my preferred discipline, but Nana taught me to keep my feelers to myself. Besides, unless they're a patient, I don't want to know if they have something like a raging UTI. It didn't take long. My feelers brushed up against something that felt like a cool fog and began to dissolve. Shaking off the strange sensation, I arrowed towards an alcove with a small table near the exit. The man sitting alone there wore a black ball cap over short, dark hair. Bingo. Hey, asshole. Were you the one who kidnapped my grandmother? What are you doing here? Whatever. You're going. Answer the question. You're putting me, you, and that kid at risk just by being here. I'm not leaving until I get some answers. Oh, ow, let go of me. Sit down. Stop making a scene and act like you don't want to perform an autopsy on me while I'm still breathing. If you're still alive, it's called a vivisection. But you already knew that, didn't you? Wish I didn't. Did you take her? Or Owen? Addison? Your grandmother? Yeah. Couple of the others. Not all. The shock I sent his way fizzled away and died reminding me that I was effectively powerless in a way I had never been before. 
the realization that I couldn't stop him from dragging me through the emergency exit out to his car made my blood run cold. Watch that. Someone might see you. But go ahead. Keep it up. Kind of tickles. I ought to make your nuts shrivel up and fall off. Lucky for me, you can't. Lucky for me, I'm damn good at separating people from their parts with a knife. Is that what you're doing to my grandma? Chopping her up for spare parts like Owen? Is she still alive? She's fine. They need her to cast spells to help the grafts take. Grafts? Like what they did to Addison? You're forcing her to help butcher and mutilate people? Look, they're going to continue with or without her help. Subjects are even less likely to survive without her, and given the choice, she chose to help. And if she's uncooperative, she'll get processed like fucking cattle. Yeah, probably. (sighs) Can you help me get her out? Like you did Addison? Look, I'm not risking my ass because of your bleeding heart. Walk away. There's nothing you can do. If it was your family, could you just walk away? It's too much of a risk with that kid as it was. (sighs) Besides... That just replace her. What? Frank's just going to give up now that one of his test subjects has disappeared? Like he's not going to bother replacing Addison? What about the others? I know you have more prisoners. How are you okay with knowing what's going to happen to them? You're the one tossing them out like they're trash. Look, they were going to euthanize the kid since he was done with them. That's why I was able to smuggle them out. Why do you keep saying they? Aren't you one of them? I'm a glorified prison guard. I don't make decisions. Who is this sick fuck and why? Why would you work for Frankenstein? Frankenstein? Frank's easier to say than Bondelaire. How can you just sit here drinking a beer and watching a fucking game knowing what he's doing to people? You want to know about me or do you want to know about... Frank. Okay, fine. What's his actual name? Can't give you that. His location? Nope. Okay, then. Why is he doing this? Do you have any idea what it's like to be powerless against something that can get inside your head and control you like a puppet? Or something that can change your species with a bite at the wrong time? I'm starting to get the feeling. Someone. What? Someone, not something. We are still people, no more evil or good than humans. Whatever. Point is, Frank's trying to level the playing field. By killing people and using them for parts? Experimenting on children? That's not leveling the playing field. That's pure evil. You seem to do all right. I couldn't even scry you. I had to use your license plate. Is that Frank's doing too? No. Then why didn't they use you as a lab rat? (laughs) They tried. And you still work for them? I thought it would help people, protect humans from being hurt or manipulated. Things didn't work out that way? Something like that. You know, an enema might help with that verbal constipation you've got going on. 
Look, the less you know, the safer it will be for all of us. Safer for you, you mean? And you. You need to stop with that podcast. It's going to get you in trouble. Great! Then Nana and I can be roomies. At least I'd get to see her alive again. How'd you find out about Marguerite's garden anyway? Not hard to find if you know where to look. Is that how you're getting your victims? Snatch them as they leave? Have any of your patients gone missing? No more that I know of. What's stopping you? If they draw from the same pool too many times, there's a greater chance supernaturals realize what's happening and organize against them. You. We'll defend ourselves against you. Don't think I haven't figured out that it was you who walked through their protections. Magic might not work on you, but I'm pretty sure a scalpel would. Sure it would. But could you? Now that I've met you, in a heartbeat. How long has this been going on? Are there other experiments happening elsewhere? You mean how long has this project been in the works? Or how long has it been active? Both. Don't know. But there are noises that that these are the first human trials. Before that, I think there were pigs or something. Pigs. Does the name Jeter Henschel mean anything to you? No. You must know about the other clinics. Why'd you bring Addison to me and not one of them? You were closest. So, Frankenstein's lab's nearby? I'm not telling you that. (sighs) You're afraid, aren't you? You want to leave. But you can't. That's why you tried to scare me off. If they think you've turned, you become a permanent lab rat. If it's so intolerable, why do you stay? One hell of an NDA and no pension plan. And stop reading my aura or whatever the hell it is you're doing. Forgive me if I'm unsympathetic. I find it hard to believe there were no red flags when you signed on. And I'm not reading your aura. I can't, anyway. You helped one kid get out. You got pissy about drawing any attention to you. Watching the game and drinking alone in a bar. Very healthy there, by the way. Your posture. Chose a seat where you can watch all the exits and no one can sneak up on you. Low respiration, even though the team whose logo you're sporting on that cap just scored. But it did jump when I came over. Need I go on? You're watching me breathe? Even if I could leave, I'm not the worst one there. You think it was my idea to just toss Grimsbane like a bag of garbage? You were there and you didn't do anything to stop that. I chose the spot because I knew he'd be found and brought back to his family. One of the guys thought he'd save us the trouble of carrying him into the trees. I just stopped the van when he opened the sliding door and... Look, you help me get the others out, and I'll help you disappear. (sighs) They'll just replace the one they lost with another, and more creatures to continue the experiments. People, not creatures. These are people we're talking about with intelligence and autonomy. (sighs) Is there any way to stop him? Maybe. How? This is harder than pulling teeth. Look, the staff is all human, right? Just 
tell me where it is, and I can handle the rest. They're not all 100% human. Not anymore. Wait, you work with supernaturals? I thought our kind was a menace. Or are they different because you saw them as people first? Doesn't matter. You're a civilian. You don't stand a chance. I, I don't stand a chance. I can bring at least one pack of werewolves, a brood of vip. You know what? Let's just say I'll be fine. Then there'd be even more death. You want a war? Newsflash, asshole. There's already a war. On us. Better to go down fighting than be picked off one by one. Hey, where are you going? I'm getting rid of the car. Don't try to find me again. I'll find you. Wait! By the time I rounded the table, dodged a server, and burst out the exit, he was already in his car. As I watched him drive away, something that had been processing in the back of my mind while we argued finally clicked into place. He'd used Addison's correct pronouns, but there hadn't been any indication of their gender on the paperwork he'd given me, which meant it was either a lucky guess or he wasn't as detached as he appeared. What the hell did you think you were doing going off on your own like that? What are you doing creeping around in the shadows? There are at least a dozen ways that could have gone pear-shaped, you idiot. Oh, wait. Just thought of another. Make that 13. I didn't want to leave Addison alone, and you might have killed him before we could get anything out of him. What did you think was going to happen? Magic doesn't work on him. You'd be helpless. Magic may not work on him, but I can still put him in an airproof bubble outside of his aura until he suffocates. <laughs> a hamster ball vacuum? You're sick and twisted. I like it. Thanks. I put a tracker on his car before I went in, but he abandoned it. I swiped his beer bottle, and I'll try scrying with it in the morning. Did you get anything? Just that Nana's allowed to live as long as she helps with the magical side of things. What I did manage to get out of him just confirmed what we already guessed. Shit. That's just like her. Can't stand to see anyone suffering. <sighs> you get a name? His or Frank's? Either. No, and I kind of forgot to ask his. Ugh. It was a case of rage-induced tunnel vision. He's on security. I think he wanted to quit a while ago, but it sounds like the only way out is feet first. They've even turned some of the staff. Maybe werewolves? Vampires? Mm. But who knows what they're capable of? They might have come up with something entirely new. Sounds like that's what they want. He mentioned early trials with pigs. I wonder if that Jeter Henschel's involved somehow. Oh, that sadist. <laughs> he loved his work a bit too much, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Sorry for making you worry. 
At least thanks to you, ads, and auto, I'll finally have normal colored hair. Even if it's cause it's all gray. You didn't tell Addison, did you? What kind of idiot do you take me for? My kind of idiot. You crashing here tonight? Yeah, there needs to be a responsible adult around here. If you find one, let me know. For now, I'm going to bed. If someone's bleeding, just slap a pressure bandage on it. Tell me when I wake up. About a year ago, everything changed. If you're a survivor, then that means there's a chance that we're still alive. And if you're listening to this, can contact me on the frequency 14.060. I'm not sure if you've been told the story of what happened, but suddenly the world was devastated by abnormal weather conditions. But by far the most devastating was the eruption of several of the world's supervolcanoes. The ash blew into the sky, not only plunging us into a continuous cold, but leaving the world blanketed in darkness. Sit back and let me tell you the story of what came out of the ashes. Out of the Ashes is a epic, dark, modern fantasy podcast. Available now on your favorite pod catcher of choice. You can also visit us at Out of the Ashes Podcast.com. Thank you for listening. This episode was written by Brenna Anderson Dowd in collaboration with Keith Baldwin and Frederick Elmore. Brenna Anderson Dowd as Hazel, Keith Baldwin as Malcolm, and Frederick Elmore as Julia. Sound editing by Frederick Elmore. Music by Kevin Elmore. Find us on Facebook or Tumblr at Care and Feeding of Werewolves. Tweet us at CareWerewolves or email us at FeedingWerewolves at gmail.com. Please rate and review. Care and Feeding of Werewolves is a podcast distributed by Kerfuffling Chaos Productions and licensed under a Creative Commons non-commercial attribution share-alike 4.0 International. All content on the Care and Feeding of Werewolves podcast is fictional and for entertainment purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your doctor or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. Never disregard professional medical advice or delay in seeking it because of an episode. Reliance on any information provided by Care and Feeding of Werewolves, Kerfuffling Chaos Productions, or anyone involved with the production of this podcast is solely at your own risk. Raymond Vondelaire was the on-site director of the Tuskegee Experiment.
a study of syphilis in black Americans in which the subjects were deliberately not treated for the disease and, in many cases, weren't even informed of their diagnosis. This went on for 40 years, resulting in 128 deaths, the infection of 40 spouses, and 19 children who were born with congenital syphilis. (laughs) 